Welcome to an enlightened hour of interactive talk. This is Guided Spirit Conversations with host Marla Goldberg. In this program, we spotlight guests from all over the globe who have helped others change their lives and will provide you with the tips, tools, and techniques that you need to help make a difference in your own life. Now, here is Marla Goldberg. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Guided Spirit Conversations. I am so excited about this show, and today's guest is Sherry Elman. Sherry's got an incredible story about how she came to fall into her abilities, gifts, talents, whatever you want to call them. Uh, She's an intuitive life coach, and I'm going to get Sherry on to talk about her background so you understand how she came to be where she is today. So welcome, Sherry. Thank you, Marla. It's so great to be here. Thank you for having me. So great to have you. (laughs) So I love to start shows at finding out at the beginning, when did you find out about your gifts or when did they show themselves to you? So when I was a little girl, I used to just know things, which of course would drive my mom crazy. Um, And, but I didn't really know what it was until Probably in my teens, I started, you know, I had friends, we used to do stupid things like Ouija boards and, you know, all that stuff and have seances. And, but then in my, when I turned 20, I ended up having a surgery and I almost died in the surgery. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it was a near death experience. And in that, I remember um, looking down, I was sitting, what's, you know, you're in spirit, so I don't know exactly what it was, but I was sort of looking down on the body on the table, and it was me, but I didn't realize that, and somebody was next to me, but I couldn't see them, and I just felt their presence, and it was, we were communicating, and they were telling me that this was my choice, I had the choice to stay or to go, and I could see my mom in the waiting room, and I thought, I can't leave my mom, so I'm not going anywhere, and they said, well, If you decide to stay, it's going to be really rough for a while. And if you can handle it, great. And they disappeared and I went back in my body and approximately nine hours had passed in the surgery. I lost all my blood and all of that. And then um, I suddenly that opened that lifted a curtain of veil, the veil. And I suddenly knew a lot more and was able to connect with beings on the other side and that's when it all began that's an amazing story while you're telling it i had goosebumps from top to toe i mean (laughs) they were just like all over my body yeah it was pretty wild so how did this 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 lifting of the veil um affect you did you start working with clients right away did you go into the mainstream and did it help you or hinder you if you went into the mainstream yeah, so what happened is is I shut the whole thing down. It scared me so badly. I I I was, you know, I did not want to know anything. I would look at people and know what they were thinking. I would know what their true motives were. I I, I just I, you know, I was not good at suffering fools. I just was it had it really impacted me in my day-to-day life. And so I pretended that it didn't exist. And I took jobs in fields that had nothing to do with my gift. In fact, I didn't really start doing this as a career until about five, a little over five years ago. Um, My trajectory was, you know, I worked in the media. I was a journalist. I worked for um, 
you know, in government and politics, I've done everything that I would be, I would not want to bring any of this up. Wow. And today I would think like that would have been such a great um, <laughs> advantage because you would be able to ask questions by knowing what somebody was thinking, feeling to really get a, a more blossomed story. Absolutely. But what ended up, well, in interviewing, when I was interviewing people, I absolutely did use it as a, as a tool, but I didn't t- think about it. And I didn't use it like, oh, you know, are they thinking this or that? I didn't do any of that. And most of that was fear, um, fear of being judged, fear of being looked at as crazy or something wrong or what's, you know, or you think you know everything, whatever. I, I just tried to not do that. And I think in shutting it down, I became less and less connected to it and started to feel like I wasn't myself, I wasn't authentic, and I didn't feel like I connected to people. And it took uh, a lot of changes. And finally, a friend who just looked at me and said, why aren't you doing this for a living? Because I did it as a party trick, really. Okay. And, uh, and then I just, it was the right timing. And I thought, yeah, you know what? It's time. It's time to not worry about what people think about you. It's time to stand up and say, I don't care what you think about me because this is who I am. And some people will love me and some people may not so much. <laughs> so when you decided to, to remove that veil and open up that window... How did you do this? I mean, how did you get past your fear? As I like to call it, walk through your veil of fear. Correct. Um, and embrace who you truly are, your authentic self and your gifts and talents. Yeah. You know, I just, when the words were said, I, it was finally time for me to hear them of why aren't you doing this? Why did you, why are you stopping this was what I really was hearing. Why are you not being your authentic self? Why are you not embracing the gift you've been given, which we've all been given just to different degrees in the evolution of our psyche and our soul. But I just, I, I just, it felt, it just felt right. It felt like the right time. And after that, um, I went and talked to somebody who said that there was a line of souls that were waiting for me to hang my shingle. And all I needed to do was say I was in and it would happen. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. I said, I'm in, doctor is in. <laughs> Not really a doctor, but you know what I'm saying. I and, um, <laughs> and that was it. I, it was, it's, my business has been all referral. I, I have not done any marketing or advertising yet, but um, it's just all been word of mouth because that is helping people is why I'm doing this. And it's also helped me in the process as well. So when you work with people, what do they usually come to you for? Do they come to you for romance, business guidance? Because you're an intuitive life coach. You know, you coach people through their lives, through their challenges. But how do you go about doing it? Do you give them a reading and then give them additional guidance? Or do you give them guidance through the information you receive without quite saying, I'm giving you a reading? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, Well, people, I think people, most people come to me because they've heard about me from somebody else. So they know what I do, which is I tap into your energy. Uh, I use tarot cards to tap in. Uh, Sometimes I don't need to, but sometimes when people are really blocked, I do. And as soon as I use them, I can kind of get in and see what's going on. And then my guides will start talking to me. Their guides will start talking to me. And I'll start to get a picture of where they're at. And 
in that I can, what happens is people come to me for all of those things, first of all. So to answer your question, they come to me for romance, you know, business, personal, you name it. They may just be having a rough day or it's a rough life and it just depends on where they're at and what they need in the moment. And so um, I really help them mostly to tap into their own gifts. That's, you know, my goal isn't to be the, oh, yes, I'm telling you that you should do this. My goal is to get you to a place where you say, I got this. I can do this. I'm okay here. I'm, you know, I am a soul. I am a spirit. I wasn't, I'm not a mistake. I'm here for a reason. We all have a reason to be here. We all have a purpose. We're all on our own journey and there's a reason for it. So, you know, I don't want anybody to ever feel like, oh, I'm the expert on anything. First of all, it's not me. It's being channeled through me. I'm, I'm just the conduit, basically. Right. And that's it. So, yeah. So when somebody comes to you, I mean, there are people who have very, very tough and rough lives. And, you know, my, my belief system and how what I was taught, what I know intrinsically is that we've agreed, first of all, we've agreed to this life. And, you know, it's trying to get out through the other side with learning and expansion and ascension. How do you share that with somebody who might be having a rough life, but is also very, very blocked or distrusting? Yeah, right. And so the first thing that I always talk to my clients is uh, about is what do you believe about yourself? What do you believe about yourself? You know, do you believe that you are just a person that's here and a shell and that's it? And when you die, you die. Or do you believe, do you believe you're a physical being that just happens to have a soul? Or do you believe you're a soul that incarnated into physical being so that you could manifest this life because you have a soul contract with other souls who play all roles, which, you know, people don't understand. People who are really tough on you, they also have a soul contract. And that soul contract is to do exactly what they're doing because that's your area of growth. And so when you come here, you are signing in to say, I know this is going to be, you know, maybe it's going to be rough. Maybe it's going to be easy. I don't know, but I, here I am. And then, and I will say this, sometimes as human beings, we think, or I know I have, what was I thinking? When I signed that soul contract, did I think I could do everything in one lifetime? <laughs> or if you about picking your parents, picking your family, and they're like, why would I have picked this? That's right. And the reason is because, you're here to be enlightened. You're here to evolve. You're not here to stay stagnant. So if you are following your journey, you will realize that your, you know, alcoholic, mean mother or father or the person who abused you or was horrific to you, it doesn't excuse their behavior. It's just the knowledge that you were here to learn the lessons that come from that place. And it's not an easy thing, but you know, think about how much better we are when we get any lesson. When you're in school and somebody, you finally learn two plus two and you're like, oh my God, that's you, awesome. The aha moment. Exactly. The <laughs> aha moment. That's right. There's also karmic cleanup because I, I want to include that because Correct. we do come to each lifetime with a whole bag of of stuff and the more things we can work through and clean up, in my opinion, the... The, the faster your growth will be. And guess what? 
if you clean it up this life, you don't have to bring it to the next life. And I think that's such a powerful piece of knowledge. Absolutely. And sometimes cleaning it up can be as simple as, for instance, you get into a romantic relationship with somebody and they keep acting horribly to you and you keep going back for more. And then one day you wake up and say, you know, I just don't want to do this anymore. I don't hate this person. I don't want to have any animosity towards this person. I understand that we just don't belong together. You most likely have just cleaned up a karmic past moment, whatever, something from a past lifetime or this lifetime, and you've just cleaned something up and you won't have to repeat that again. Now, I will say in not repeating that again, that doesn't mean that there aren't tests because the universe loves to test us. (laughs) And so a lot of times you may not realize that you're being tested. So you just have to stay authentic and true to who you are Truly, and when I say who you are, I mean your spirit, not the physical manifestation, because this is a shell. One of the things that I always tell my clients is if you, when you look at, let's say, Neil Armstrong and he went to the moon, right, and he wore a spacesuit, our bodies are like our spacesuit on Earth. The only way that he could walk around on the moon and do all the interaction with the things that he did was if he had that spacesuit on, because if he didn't, he couldn't interact with anything, he couldn't breathe, and he wouldn't have been there. We, this body, this physical body is our spacesuit. Nobody would turn and say to Neil Armstrong, oh, you're a spacesuit. Of course not. They would say (laughs) you are the man inside the spacesuit. And so what I want people to understand is you are the soul inside of this physical body. So this is a whole new way of looking at your life and why you're experiencing the things that you're experiencing. I absolutely love, 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 love that analogy. It is so perfect. Thank you. Yeah, I really love it too. Because people (laughs) don't always understand and you want to find, I'm all about analogies, and you're trying to find the best one to help you to fit that into your life, you know, to, to, um, to explain things that sometimes it's really difficult. You know, I've read self-help books and I have self, you know, authors that I think are fantastic, but sometimes I read what they're writing and I'm like, what, what, what? I don't even know what that means. I don't even know how to bring that into my world. I have no idea. So I like things that make it a little bit more simple for people like me. Well, and here's the thing. It's, if you, if it's simple for you, it hopefully will be simple for other people because it's not like you're dumbing it down. But it's putting it in layman's terms. So, because sometimes people get so esoteric in their words and the way they present things, you're like, what? <laughs> you know, know, and you have to read it like five times before it's like, oh, I could think that have I been said? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now you're having, you know, something that can be simply, simply digested. Yeah, exactly. And it won't give you heartburn. Yeah, exactly. And, well, yeah, and wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, just yeah. these things are easily digested. I love some of these things that you share with your clients because they're, the, the way you put it is in such terms that people can go, I get it. I exactly, get exactly. And when we're talking about, you know, people who, you know, everybody has a busy life and they have kids or they have husbands or wives or they have businesses or partners. It doesn't matter. They have, they have, you know, situations that take them away from, you know, and, and keep them busy and keep them moving. And sometimes you do just need something that explains it quickly. It's easily understood so that you don't feel like you're struggling so much with information that can be, as you said, esoteric, it can be very deep. 
And sometimes deep can feel very complicated. You know, I, I also tell my clients is a lot of times you'll find people who are in relationships and that doesn't mean romantic only. It's any relationship with others. And they say, why, you know, why do they do this? Why are they so mean? Or why do they say this? Or why do they act this way? And I'm going to change them. I'm going to fix them. And I always smile and say, you know, imagine a swimming pool and you're in three feet there. You guys are standing in three feet of water and you've now swam. You have now been begun swimming and you're in 10 feet of water and they don't know how to swim. And you are now trying to drag them into 10 feet of water. And they're looking at you fighting with every ounce of their being saying, I will drown if you bring me into 10 feet of water. The truth is, is you can't bring them into the deep end of the pool until they learn how to swim. And you also can't stand in three feet of water when you are ready to be in 10. So at a soul level in your evolvement, your enlightenment, that's one of the tools that I use with my clients to say, Let's get you back into 10 feet of water and see what connection you really have to somebody who's still in three feet of water. And what, what is the lesson there for you? Right. And, and a lot of times the people in 10 feet or more of water are there to help teach that person how to swim, to get them to the next depth of water. And then the absolutely, next depth. absolutely. And sometimes they're not. Sometimes, sometimes you're there to help somebody and sometimes you're there to learn that people are ready when they're ready and that when, the, you know, when they are, then you'll be able to help them. But sometimes they're not ready to go into 10 feet of water. They're not ready to swim they're yet. They're not even and ready to go into four feet of water. Exactly. So. And you, exactly. And you have, to be, you have to be open enough and understand that it isn't personal. It isn't about you. It's about where they're at and you have to give them the space that they need, which sometimes means you have to walk away. Right. And if you do it compassionately with compassion and love, because aren't those two, those are very two strong emotions that really support somebody else living their life. They're, you know, going down their path. And for you to understand, okay, this isn't personal. I need to just let them, you know, as I like to say, bang your head against the wall until they're tired of banging their head against the wall. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it could be, you know, every, each of us is on our own journey and it's when we either try to live somebody else's journey for them or fix or change their journey that we usually get into trouble because we make it about us and it's not about us. And that's where it, you know, when, uh, when people say, I can't let go, I have such a tough time. I get it. I'm not saying it's an easy thing, but it's also, is it, is it about you? Is this truly about you or is this about them? And you always, you know, that's always something that you have to keep in mind as you move forward. You cannot do anybody else's journey for them. And I say this to parents all the time. I say, you know, about their kids, you can help direct their journey when you're a child, but you can't do their journey for them. You can give them tools to put in their toolbox for later on, but you can't fix everything for them. With that, Sherry, let's, okay. pause, let's take a pause. We'll okay. be right back. Um, we're going to take a short break. We'll look forward to seeing you on the other side. If you do want to see, uh, talk to Sherry and ask Sherry a question, the number is 888-346-9141. I hope to hear from you soon. See you on the other side.
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. My effing long journey to loving myself, a guide to a shorter path, is an account of Marla Goldberg's transformational journey and a guide to some of the most powerful TTTs or tips, tools, and techniques that she learned along the way. These TTTs taught her how to release anger and learn how to forgive, ultimately finding total self-acceptance and self-love. Learn to release anger, frustration, and stress. Learn to forgive others and yourself. Go from self-loathing to self-love. Pick up your copy of Marla's book by visiting MarlaGoldberg.net. Get ready for High Vibe In It with hosts Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida. This is an all-new look at self-empowerment and lifestyle design. If you're still trying to figure out the law of attraction, spirituality, self-love, and more, we'll break it down for you. You can create the life of your dreams and own your power. Listen for High Vibe In It. We're live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This will be one hour you will make time for. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call in to the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I am here with intuitive life coach, Sherry Elman. Sherry has been sharing with us some of her belief systems, philosophies, how she works with clients, you know, how she talks and what information she gets. And welcome back, Sherry. Thank you. It's so good to be here. I'm really excited. Thanks. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy that you're here. So how, when you get information, how does it come to you? Guides, uh, usually mine or yours, depending on who jumps in. Sometimes family members who've passed on will come in, and I I know that because I'll start getting chills. So in a reading, as soon as I start getting chills, and then they'll sort of give me a, are they male? Are they female? Do they have a name? Is there an initial? Something something to you know verify. Sometimes they'll just show me things. I've been on with clients who you know suddenly I'm seeing stones or I'm seeing pennies or flowers or snowflakes or something, and I'll just 
say what I'm seeing to someone. And sometimes they understand it and sometimes they don't. And then later I've gotten texts from people who were like, well, I don't know what that means. And I don't know what that's from. And then they'll text me later and say, oh, I just realized it was, you know, a snowstorm when so-and-so passed away or, you know, whatever. So, um, but the information comes from a lot of different places. I always feel like one of the things that we all should understand is guides don't usually scream at us. Sometimes they do, but usually they're calm and very quiet voices. And so if we get a voice in our head that is telling us something that resonates with our being. So if you feel, because you, you have to distinguish between your ego thoughts, as Eckhart Tolle calls it, or your actual soul that's trying to speak to your guides, your highest self. And discerning the difference is part of what I help people work on and part of what I, you know, have to do for myself and what we all have to do is discerning between ego thoughts and what is really messages from our guides. It's so true. I when you know, I laugh at you when you say not laugh at you, but when you were saying that I laughed because um one of the first loud messages I had spirit actually did yell at me <laughs> because I was sound asleep and there was this big booming voice telling me that I needed to start a practice and I needed to help people and I was like I you know you wake up you know when you're in a deep sleep and you and something jolts you out and it was not a subtle t- you know little tap on the shoulder it was a loud commanding Boom. You need to yes. do this. I tell my clients in, you know, when they're going through certain things and I can feel that part of the issue is their resistance to it. One of the things I explain is, you know, when when spirit, when guides first speak to us, it's like a tap on the door. And if we don't listen, then they knock on the door. And if we still don't listen, they bang on the door. And if we're still not listening, they blow the door off the hinges. And if we still don't listen, they explode the house. And so if people are going through things, there's so many times when you say to yourself, I knew I should have done that. I didn't do it when I should have. And it grew. And that's what that is. That small, still voice is your soul saying, knock it off or, or do this or move here or change that or stop thinking that negative thought. And it's their way of communicating, but they will get louder. And when you're not listening, they will yell at you in your sleep or when you're awake. <laughs> and that, yes, that happened to me. They tend to do that when I'm asleep. What's really interesting, I have to tell you, Sherry. So for the audience who's just listening and not on the YouTube station, um, it's not, this isn't something I normally say, but I am seeing so many beings behind you right now. <laughs> and I don't know if you realize how full your room is. No, <laughs> I mean, it's, I feel it, but I don't, I'm, yeah, I didn't. Really I am I am seeing and feeling, <laughs> I mean, your room is chock full of being. So I'm wondering, are they tapping on you to say something that they want to share to the audience, you know, the listeners? Yeah, I think, you know, there's, there's people who are listening right now who are resonating with what I'm saying, with what you're saying, Marla, about, you know, their connection, how guides talk to them, how their family members want to come in and share information with them. The biggest, the, yeah, now I'm getting chills. The biggest <laughs> thing that they really want everybody to understand is that we are all connected and we are all souls. And so if you go to that place within yourself that says, I'm a soul, I'm connected to every other soul, and we're all here for enlightenment and to evolve and not get trapped in your physical being, but really open yourself up to what guides are trying to share with you, tell you. It's like Buddha said, life is not meant to be a struggle. 
Life is meant to be a smooth sailing, but that only happens if you understand that smooth sailing doesn't always mean happy, joy. It, it's, it's finding the peace within any situation. And we all have had or have situations that are extremely difficult. We have crises in our life. We, there's, there's so many things that happen to each of us in a day or a month or a year or our entire lifetime. But you have to recognize that it's for soul growth. It isn't a punishment. It isn't because you did something bad or you're bad or you're wrong or any of that. It's because you're here for growth. This is earth school. And so when people don't understand that, that's one of the things that I always try to share with them. And right now, that's what all of these guides are coming in. I've got some uh, spirits here as well. But a lot of the guides are coming in and trying to just share that with everybody. Like this is never a punishment. This is never them saying you did this wrong. You did this bad. You aren't good enough. They are saying you are more than good enough. You were born whole, complete and enough as you are right this moment. You don't need to do anything. Just be be who you truly are. That doesn't mean who you think you are, physical body. It means who you truly are, exactly, who you truly are, which is spirit-based and higher self-based. So I know you said they're spirits as well as guides. Are your spirits saying anything different than your guides are? Are No, my spirits are saying that there's people right now who are listening who they are trying to connect with. So people who've passed on, it feels like um, I've got uh, a group. It's a female. Um, I don't know if it's a grandmother, a mother, a great grandmother. She's around somebody in your audience right now. So, I mean, it just this sounds so generic. But the reason I'm saying that is because, you know, unless somebody actually calls and we tap into that energy, I, I, I don't know exactly who she is. I'm not giving her that much space and time. But that's that's what's happening. I'm getting feelings that there's people out there who are, I think the biggest thing that, that all these entities are trying to say is just try to recognize who you really are, not what you think you are, not virtual reality. You know, when you're looking through those virtual reality glasses, you see the world as apocalyptic and it's not. And that's where you got to take those virtual reality glasses off. So here's what I'm being guided to ask you this question. And there are people who are down in the mouth and, you know, they're not in a good financial situation and they keep going around repeating the same negative thing over and over and over again. Can your guides share a message to them? Because I know that when I hear people, uh, the example that a lot of people say, I'm broke, I'm broke, I'm broke, I'm broke. And I keep saying, please stop saying that. Please stop saying you're broke. Change the way you're, 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 you're terminating this. It's not a, it doesn't have to be a permanent situation. Absolutely. But from the spirit guides, spirits and guides and or guides, what do they say to share they, this message? They say that your language matters. They say that the thoughts in your head that tell you anything negative, like I'm broke, I'm this, I'm that, it's all horrible. Like I said, apocalyptic virtual reality glasses, change, take those glasses off. Those are thoughts in your head that are creating. So you know how they had the secret and law of attraction yes. and we've heard about that ad nauseum. The truth of that is that you're what, so it's, it's what you're thinking. So your thoughts are extremely important, but it's also what you're feeling. And it's the combination of those two things. So you have a thought in your head that says I'm broke. And then I want you through guidance telling me to go into that and stop that thought immediately and turn it around into 
thank you so much for the abundance of money flowing easily into my life. The minute that you do that, feel what that feels like. Feel the feeling of money flowing easily into your life. It immediately, you feel almost like butterflies a little bit in your stomach. That's your guides saying, ah, we connect with that. That raises your energy field. You then are resonating at a higher vibration. The message is coming in more clearly. And you're able to slowly start to change the thought. Every time you have that thought, you have got to get rid of it, play a new tape over it, and make that new tape the tape that you listen to all the time. And as you do that, you will notice that little things will start to appear, start to come into your life, start to show you that things are changing. It may not be any more than you're walking down the street and all of a sudden you pick up a penny. Now, that seems like it's a penny. Who cares? That's a sign from guides. That's them saying, money's coming. Just keep saying thank you. Be grat. I always tell my clients, gratitude. go to gratitude. Always. When you are, exactly. When you have anything in your life that is bringing you down or thoughts that are making you feel horrible, go to gratitude. Do not sit in that pity party place. I, I allow them, you know, you want to take 15 minutes, you want to take a day, something bad happened, have a pity party. Absolutely, you should do that. But then you have, unless you are not somebody who can pull yourself out of that, then if you can pull yourself out of that, you can only allot yourself a small amount of time because what you're doing is you're dimming down your energy and you will, through law of attraction, start to bring in those negative feelings. You will start to attract people More of it. and things that are going to resonate with whatever energy you are at. So if it's low vibration, you're bringing all that garbage in. But if you want to raise it, raise your vibration and you will start to see small signs like that penny that all of a sudden turns into a dollar, that all of a sudden turns into a new job, new people in your life, and a new way of thinking. And the more you uplift, and I'm getting chills because guides are like, yes, say this, um, the <laughs> more that you the more that you will be able to turn your life into something that you truly want it to be. And believe me when I say it does not necessarily happen overnight. It is something that might take time, but that's okay because you've got some time. I love the message. Thank you. I know it's something I share a lot. And the other thing I'm going to just add to that that I use is when I find that the human, I call it the human side of ego comes in and I, I get one of those thoughts. I say clear delete three times. Because I don't want what I'm, you know, my human negativity or, you know, something that, that brings my vibration down going into the ethers because I don't want it to boomerang back and hit me in the face. So I love the way your messages you have. But the only thing I would add to it is when you find yourself saying I'm broke, say clear delete three times before saying thank you for all the abundance that's flowing to me right now. Because you want to still stop that negativity from moving forward. Before you start with the gratitude. Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, I, for me, you know, it works to go right, you know, to just immediately turn that thought into a positive thought, like turn that around. And, and if clear delete works for, you know, you, your audience, and my, anybody, good, do it. That's it. You know, there's no set rules to any of this. Whatever works for you is the best way to do it. And keeping in mind that nothing that you the only rule that's true is you don't hurt yourself and you don't hurt anybody else. That's the, that's the, that's the only rule that I think is true. Which is a great rule. And it's, um, yeah, I just don't believe in doing anything intentional. Look, at, we're human beings, you know, having a spirit, you know, we're spirits having a human experience. And in this human experience, sometimes 
things are said or done that may be unintentional that might hurt somebody's feelings or, you know, give them pause to stop. But knowing that if you're not an intentionally you know, hurtful person, then that is something that was not intended to be in a negative, you know, a negative outflow. No, and it goes back to what we started this whole conversation off with, which is we're all here for a soul contract. So the truth is, is that sometimes you are somebody else's antagonist. Sometimes you are the person that is meant to get somebody shaken up or moved off of the space that they've been occupying and help them in their evolvement, evolution. And so, you know, when, but when I say I was talking about intention, so as long as you aren't intentionally trying to hurt yourself or others, then yeah, you know, life is life and we all make mistakes and we all, you know, do things that we, you know, if we could go back, we'd say, sorry, me, culpa, you know, so. Well, and here's the thing, you don't even have to go back and say, sorry, all you have to do, if you realize you've made the mistake, this is my opinion, this is from my perspective, you just go, oh, spirit, I am so sorry for whatever hurt I extended to X, Y, or Z, you know, I am going to be, you know, try to be more aware and better in the future, but please, I am so sorry, and you send your apologies energetically. Absolutely. You don't need to be face-to-face, in my opinion. You can do it that way. Well, you absolutely can. And guides also tell me that, um, you know, people don't realize that you can send energy to other people. You know, you can send white light, positive energy to people. And if you want it to be healing, you can make it purple. You know, there's things that you can do. Just picture it surrounding them with an apology that says, yeah, you know, it might, it might have been 20 years ago, but I'm really sorry that I did the things I did or said. And you don't need to be in front of them because, as I said, souls, we're all connected. So they will get the message, even if they're not on this side of the veil anymore, even if they're on the other side of the veil. And I get a lot of uh, people who come in after they've passed on to talk to people to say that very thing, to say, I am so sorry. What I did, what I said, I didn't mean whatever, because, you know, it's like, you know, a lot more when you're not on this side of the veil. <laughs> it's just a lot clearer. What I tend to do, just one of my tips is when I'm, I do prayer every morning and when I've got out there, are people that I send love and compassion to, you know, there, there's, there's one of those karmic things that we're working through. And I just put an individual bubble around each of these people fill it with pink and lavender light, filled with love and compassion, and send it back to them. You know, and it's just, they don't, it's okay. They they will receive it. I'm confident they'll receive it. And, you know, it's, I just keep doing it day after day after day. And hopefully one day, you know, there will be an epiphany. But if there isn't, I know what I've done on my side. Absolutely. And and it's true. And by the way, the minute that you create that bubble and fill it with light with around that person, their soul is automatically getting, getting that. You don't have to worry or th- not that you're worried, but you don't have to think about it for one more second. It is they immediately are getting it, whether the physical being connects to it. They will feel something. And you can test this. You know, I always tell clients. Let's you know, wait, hold on to this thought. We'll okay. come back to the test because okay. we need to go to a break right now. Okay. But yes, I want to. I want to talk about this test because I want everybody to know how they can test the situation. So we'll be right back. Stay tuned, everyone.
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. My effing long journey to loving myself, a guide to a shorter path, is an account of Marla Goldberg's transformational journey and a guide to some of the most powerful TTTs or tips, tools, and techniques that she learned along the way. These TTTs taught her how to release anger and learn how to forgive, ultimately finding total self-acceptance and self-love. Learn to release anger, frustration, and stress. Learn to forgive others and yourself. Go from self-loathing to self-love. Pick up your copy of Marla's book by visiting marlagoldberg.net. Broaden your mind. Open your heart for a greater understanding of how to express your pure and authentic nature. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Simron, author, publisher, and life mentor, broadens minds and opens hearts to a greater understanding of life, consciousness, and humanity. 1111 Talk Radio is every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 1111 Talk Radio. You are not on a journey. You are the journey. You are experience experiencing itself. The White House Doctor makes house calls. Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call in to the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello and welcome back. So I am with Intuitive Life Coach Sherry Elman. To reach Sherry, you can find her website at s-h-a-r-i-e-l-m-a-n.com. That's sherryelman.com. Or you can email Sherry at sherryelman1818 at gmail.com. You can find her on Instagram at Sherry Intuitive Coaching, Facebook, Sherry Intuitive Life Coach, Twitter at E Sharon L. Okay. At E Sharon I. Oh, E Sharon I. (laughs) Okay. I just really got that Twitter bad. (laughs) But anyway, and if you want to talk to Sherry, because she's getting a feeling somebody needs to be, be spoken to. Please call in at 888-346-9141. But before we get into our conversation, it's charity shout-out time. And, Ch- and Sherry's charity is one that is near and dear to me. It's uh, Pause Chicago. And uh, that's the correct way of saying it. Yeah, Pause Chicago, mm-hmm. which is pausechicago.org, P-A-W-S, chicago.org. Sherry, talk about Ch- Pause Chicago. 
Paws Chicago is such a great charity. They uh, save uh, cats and dogs. Um, they're, it's all about the homeless, you know, homeless animals and getting them homes. And, um, and they do it in a way that is so, they, they actually have people who go to kill shelters and get as many of the animals as they can to bring to Paws when they're healthy and they're going to, you know, they're adoptable um, to try and save them. They, they are just, you know, I can't say enough good things about them. They really do good work. And the animals that, you know, they try to help with the homeless population of animals. I just, I think they're amazing. I agree. And, and they're one of my near and dear. I have a, a whole long list of it, but Paw Chicago, I love and, um, and I support myself. So everybody out there, please, um, if, it, if it resonates with you, look into pawschicago.org and help the snow-kill shelter so that they can find homes. And the other thing they do is they do everything with dignity for the animal. Correct. So, which I think is really important. It's all animal centric. They don't, you know, it's not about the people, except that they're very good at vetting people, but it's all about the animals and what is going to make them the happiest. And, and they socialize and they're just, they're just a great space. It is a great space. So when we left this conversation before break, <laughs> we were talking about when we send love, compassion to somebody who you might be having a challenge with or you might want forgiveness from, and you were about to share how you recognize um, when you're receiving that somebody's sending something to you. Or you're sending something to somebody else. So when you're driving in your car, a really good test is, you know, look around you. And if somebody is like got an angry face or they just look like they're, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Just Focus on them and focus sending them like really positive energy. You can focus it as like putting a bubble of white light around them or whatever. And just if you're at a light that's long enough to give you a moment to really see, sometimes you will see them sort of look around like, what, what's going on? Like they don't know what just happened but they know something happened. Like all of a sudden they'll look puzzled or they'll look around. That's because your soul and their soul connected and you just gave them some positive energy and they may not know what to do with it. They may not know what it means, but they will absolutely catch it and incorporate it into their being. And there's so many people who really have never felt um, pure, unadulterated love uh, without strings attached and so all of a sudden you're getting something and you're feeling it it feels so different because it's something that it's not a usual kind of feeling for you well it's not connected to somebody else so for example it's 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 unconditional it's just about the love and it isn't because you want something from somebody else this is just strictly I want to send good white light loving energy to somebody and I'm going to surround them with it. And it, there's no buy-in for you at all, except that you just want to because it feels good and you know that you're doing something good in the world. I try to do that with people. Sometimes you'll be walking. I do a lot of nature walks and sometimes you'll be walking and you'll see someone who seems like they're just in a really sad or whatever place. And I will just send the energy to them as I'm walking by them. And I can't tell you how many times they'll stop and they'll look around or stare at me like, what? did you just say something? And I just laugh because I'm like, I didn't say anything. Right. <laughs> Guides might have said something, but I didn't say anything. 
<laughs> exactly. But you felt the love. I sent the love. You felt the love. And there it is. Yeah. So let me ask you, do, do you have a, an inspiring story that you can share of somebody that you were working with and something just, you know, beautiful, you know, transitioned or transpired from this session with um, you? You know, I, I have a lot of clients. I, I absolutely, um, I have a client who, uh, when they first came to me, they definitely were having really heavy thoughts about not being here anymore and why they didn't want to be here anymore. And after working with them for probably about six months, and that's the other thing, I I have clients who call me once a year. I have clients who call me once a month. I have clients who call me once a week. I have clients who call me once a day. And in this case, it was once a day for this period of time because they were really struggling with even wanting to be here anymore. And in that time, we worked on them changing their beliefs about themselves. Because the question, as I said, that I first ask is, what do you believe about yourself? Because if you believe that you're not deserving, you are not worthy of love, you don't belong here, you have no mission here, you're, you know, there's a lot of negativity that people feel about themselves. And that can cause somebody to not want to be here anymore, to not feel like this is worth doing. And so in this case, it was really awesome because within six months, we had this turned around. And now this is somebody who is on a completely new adventure in their life, in a relationship, doing the things that they never thought they would be able to do and loving not all of their life because I don't want to make it sound like, oh, a miracle. But it was a miracle for them in that they no longer think about that and they no longer want to jet out as they would like to. (laughs) <laughs> That's wonderful. So how do you work with your clients um, in terms of your sessions? Because I think that people should know, you know, I would love to promote you for your sessions because you. you're phenomenal. Um, as, and so how, can, how do you work with them so that they might resonate and, and, and know to call you? So um, the first thing I do is, is I, you know, I will throw some uh, tarot cards to see who, you know, what their guides are telling me about them. And, um, and once I tap into their energy, I'll give them a brief synopsis of what I'm seeing their issues are or what they're struggling with or what maybe guides want them to know about their struggle or about what's going on. And once we start, it becomes a conversation. I am not, I don't sit and lecture anybody for an hour or for 30 minutes or whatever it is they've signed up for. This is a conversation. This is, you're talking to me about, I say something and then you say, yes, that resonates. No, it doesn't. Here's why. And we have kind of like what you and I are having right now, a conversation on how to best move forward in your life to live your best life. What is that? You know, how do you how do you feel better about your day? Are you trapping yourself in certain situations that you don't need to be trapped in? So that's how we begin it. I would say, depending on whether it's a brand new client or somebody who's coming back to me and then it's a continuation of a conversation. That's great. And so do you have a long waiting list right now? 
I do, but I, you know, I do emergency appointments. If somebody is in a critical crisis scenario, I will absolutely squeeze them in. Uh, I have clients who text me and say, I need five minutes with you, or can you just answer a question or whatever? And I'm happy to do that. I work with people. You know, the goal here for me, this is a sole contract for me to help people. So any way I can do that, that's what I'm here for. So if you are somebody who is looking for someone who might be able to help guide you a little bit through your own guides. This is not, you know, like I said, this isn't me. This is channeled through me. I'm, I'm happy to do that, but that's yeah, how that works. Do you have people that come in to try and test you? Oh, test yeah. if All you're real? I'm sorry. All the time, yeah. And how do you handle that? Do you say you know, something? I do. I just, you know, I, I mean, usually what happens is my guides will stand before me with their arms crossed. They'll show me like somebody with their arms crossed standing in front of me, which immediately tells me that this is someone who's completely guarded and blocked and is trying to hide themselves. So what I will say to them is, you know, the minute that I get the information about them, I will immediately say, okay, so this is what I'm seeing about you. This is what I'm getting from you. This is why you're so blocked. And if you don't want to talk to me, well, let's get off the phone or stop or whatever. Um, because, you know, if, if this isn't going to help you, and if you're just there because you want to test my abilities, then you're in the wrong place. <laughs> and neither of us needs any of that negative energy. So, you know, just, just move along. It's okay. You know, there's somebody else out there for you. I'm, I have no, I do not have that tether cord to any of this. I am here to help. And if I can help, I am more than happy to do that. And if I can't, then I'm the first one to say, you know what? I don't think I'm the right person for you. That is, that is great. It's integrous and I love it. Sherry, thank you so much. We're winding up. I so appreciate you you being on the show. I love the information you've shared. Um, If you want to reach Sherry again, her email is sherryelman, E-L-M-A-N dot com. Or you can email Sherry at sherryelman1818 at gmail.com. Sherry, again, so grateful for you to be on the air. I want to give my thanks to Voice America and everybody who helps me there who puts the show on and does such a phenomenal job. I want to thank Teresa Scott-Reed. She is my right hand, my left hand. So grateful for her every single day. I am grateful for you, the listening audience, for taking time out of your day, out of your life, to tune in, to share your time, and listen to the conversations that we have. And I hope and pray that you do get some takeaways with you that help enhance your life, tweak your life, or change your life, whatever it is you might need to live the life you divinely are meant to live. So thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I'm really excited to announce that on January 19th, my colleague and I are having a global consciousness meditation to help world peace and the fires in Australia. And so you will be able to find the link to this on my Guided Spirit Conversations page on Facebook, a LinkedIn, my homepage on Facebook, and on my website so that you'll be able to tune in. And it will be recorded so you can listen to it later on because energy is energy and we can help lift anytime we can. Until next week, I send you love. I send you blessings. I send you gratitude. Take care. Mm-hmm. 